0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Locked on Lakers for Thursday. Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky. The Lakers pull one out in San Antonio. But it was a lot harder than it needed to be. We'll explain next. You are locked on Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks to everybody for making Lockdown Lakers first listen of every day, Monday through Friday, no matter how or where you get your podcasts. It's always free and never behind a paywall. Lockdown Lakers on YouTube is where you can go hang out with over 22,000 subscribers to the channel, all of whom are uh, really annoyed with how the last three minutes of the game went on Wednesday, despite the fact the Lakers did in fact pull out the win 122, uh, 119 in the first of a rare away, away double header. Um, uh, this both games against San Antonio. Um, do want to let everybody know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Uh make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 bucks if your team wins. Visit fanduel.com/slash locked on to get started. Um, it was fun to watch Wemby, Andy, and uh, it was not fun to not see LeBron. Um, but this, to me, was one of those games that was a classic example of it was fine until it wasn't. Like for 44 minutes, give or take 40, I'll even uh, we'll even say 40 if you really want to knock off some more stuff in the fourth quarter. Um, the Lakers absolutely controlled this game, and then they just kind of didn't.
1: Yeah, to clarify for people who weren't aware, LeBron missed the game um, with it. What was listed as a left calf contusion it was interesting it was actually the opposite of what i thought might happen when we talked about it for wednesday's show the idea of who could potentially sit second end of a back to back i thought it would be lebron more likely to play and anthony davis sit if anybody was going to sit at Mm -hmm. all just because ad seemed to be dealing with something like more tangible and actual that that groin that's been you know flaring up periodically ever since he injured it, I don't know, a month-ish or so ago. And it definitely came up in the Dallas game. Mm-hmm. And LeBron, it seemed to be dealing with nothing specific. But first of all, scary because AD, it seemed like, was going to join LeBron 30 seconds into this game. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, he injured his ankle Um Like, seemed to stretch it out by actually hanging on the rim at one point. Like, I I guess he got permission from the from the referees to do this without getting a technical. But AD ended up finishing this game, played very well, thirty seven points, second straight thirty seven point game, ten rebounds, four steals, thirteen to twenty three from the field, two of three from behind the arc. Mm -hmm. Um, Big game, particularly big half, twenty four points in the first half. For AD And he got some pretty solid supporting uh, performances, five different Lakers in double digits. But the fourth quarter is where it to me, it really felt like LeBron's absence was felt just like the idea of, OK, we're going to put these guys away. Like I know they enter the fourth quarter up 18 points, but you still have not put away San Antonio at that point. LeBron Clearly is a, not. <laughs> LeBron is a really helpful guy to have around if you are looking to put the final nails in the yeah. coffin. That's where I felt he was really missed in this game.
0: I, I think it's not so much like you know, do you take the do you take the the eighteen point lead and run it up to twenty eight? I mean, obviously that's nice, but I look at it having covered the NBA. You know, we've been at this you know a long time, you and me, um, and generally speaking you know a game where you blow a team out by 24 25 or whatever that is the exception to the rule even when sure. good teams play bad ones that is the exception to the rule the lakers were you know up by 8 at the end of the first uh you know i think it was 13 going into the half 18 going into the th- into the fourth they yep. were up by 15 with twelve minutes, with, with ten minutes left, they were up by thirteen. With nine minutes left, I mean, like they were up by, uh, I think, as much as twelve with four minutes left, and ten with two minutes left. And so, obviously, that number continues to go down. Um, but I generally look at these things and say, like, if you're if you're up by between ten and twenty points for ninety five percent of a game, you have controlled that game throughout. And I was very pleased with what the Lakers were doing through most of it because I thought, okay, they're going to win this game by fourteen. Like, and that's just that's rock solid with no LeBron. And you know, you're you're you know playing a lot of games in a row. You're getting things back. It's it'd be great if they'd have blown them out by thirty, but that's okay. Win by fifteen, you control throughout. It was the last two minutes of the game. They go for they 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 blow a ten point lead with two minutes left. They were still up by 10, Andy, with two minutes to go. Um, And that, you want to talk about where you feel LeBron's absence in the inability to generate clean possessions. We'll get to the defense in a second because the Lakers did score 30 points in the fourth quarter and were a minus 15, which is wildly unacceptable. Um, But, like, it's those little moments of organization where LeBron is able to, like you say, calm things down and get them into the right play and the right response and get people making the right action in ways that Reeves and Russell
1: don't. Yeah, I you are correct without question that it got really hairiest down the stretch the last few minutes of the game, but I actually think it was beginning... At the top of the fourth quarter. Hmm. And I
0: don't disagree. I'm not disagree with you. Again, the, the lead had been whittled down over the course of the quarter. But my point
1: is they still had, had they a been playing very had they been playing a better team than San Antonio, or frankly, just a run-of-the-mill average-ish team than San Antonio, who is now on an 18-game losing streak. I think the lead would have dissipated down to what we saw down the stretch much quicker. It might have, part. or
0: they might, but they also might've had better focus or whatever. I'm not disagreeing with I you. I don't think it was it, a
1: focus issue as much as I an mean, inability. It's focus
0: execution. Um, I think, you know, I, I do think they lost a little bit of intensity expecting San Antonio. Okay, fine. We're still up by 12 or 13. We're still up by 14 or 15 that they will pack it in for the evening. And the Spurs to their credit did not do that. Um, And, you know, then they started hitting some threes and they got some confidence. And, you know, I I think that didn't San Antonio go like five of 41 a couple nights ago, like from some, uh, you know, ridiculous number uh, from distance. And they got some confidence and Wemby's hitting threes and, and, you know, the crowd's getting into it. Um, I'm not disagreeing with you that got uglier, you know, that they weren't good in the fourth quarter. All I'm just saying is they still had – Very reasonable control over the game and the lack of execution on both sides of the ball to let San Antonio, you know, basically erase a 10 point lead with two minutes to play was especially appalling. And then also, I think, indicative of where you missed LeBron.
1: Yeah, without question. I mean, just the stuff Austin Reeves was talking about afterwards about just needing to identify what to get into you know cleaner more quickly have like a better idea of what you wanted to do like he he specifically afterwards talked about that much more than the idea of necessarily letting off the gas or losing mm-hmm. focus the way he talked about it and look maybe this was his perspective as the guy running a lot of what wasn't coming together you know he might have a different perspective on it but It it felt to me as I was watching it, maybe it's just because it was so much different than the opening three quarters where the Lakers were in such obvious control of everything Mm -hmm. and it didn't really matter what San Antonio was doing. That to me, I mean, it may be even just the psychological difference of not having LeBron out there, even just to make sure everyone's doing the right stuff while Reeves is running the offense. You know what I mean? Like you miss, you miss a LeBron is a details guy and you miss a lot of details when he's not there.
0: Yeah. And you're, you're also left with less If I mean, the, for whatever reason, the Reeves Russell combination, which worked very well last year has been abominable this year. Mm-hmm. And to some degree with no LeBron, you're forced into yeah. needing to play both of those guys late because otherwise you're only left with one ball. handler. I mean, I know, they were trying to turn Max Christie into that over the summer and stuff like that. He's not capable of, of no. being a lead ball handler. So you got to no. have to play both those guys. You know there was questions about who else was on the floor in terms of defensive integrity. But I, let's let's talk about the forty five. Well, about AD, but also about the forty five points they gave up in the fourth quarter because that was really absurd. <laughs> I mean, just shocking uh, in terms of its ineffectiveness. So we'll do that next.
1: Locked on Lakers brought to you by FanDuel and you can celebrate this NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets back with any $5 money line bet that pays off. So just pick a team, any team, bet them to win. Don't worry about the spread. If they win, 150 bucks in those bonus bets, you can use them on spreads, player props, over-unders, futures. The app is really easy to use, everything at your fingertips, and of course, NBA options to bet on. Lakers currently 18 to 1 to win the NBA championship. Uh, LeBron is 101 for MVP. Anthony Davis 75 to 1. Austin Reeves 2.7 to 1 for sixth man of the year. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on. Enjoy the NFL season. Enjoy sports with an offer you don't want to miss. Fanduel, an official partner of the NFL.
0: So, you know, I mentioned, Andy, the, the Lakers really went wrong on the defensive side of the ball in the fourth quarter. That is, you know, when you have an 18-point lead and you score 30 points in the final quarter, and it's not like it was 30 points that was fueled by a free throw parade where the other team is just hacking you and trying to catch up with, with you know, hoping you miss free throws. That's not how this went. Um. When you have an 18-point lead and you score 30 points in the final quarter, you should not win by three. Um, and that, to me, is where the Lakers really went wrong, and I feel like lost some of their – a little bit of the intensity on how quickly you close on guys, how fast and how crisp the rotations were. And, again, I think just the expectation that, was okay, you guys stuck around, but with four or five minutes to go, we're still up by double digits – haven't shown any signs of letting that up, you know. Assume making
1: some assumptions about the Spurs. That's how I read it, particularly um, defensively. I, I spoke. I mean, it's certainly possible. Some of this was Weminyama really coming alive, and you know, he in the fourth quarter, he's finished the game with thirty points. But he started really slow. He only had three in the first quarter. Was one of four from the floor. Really not doing much of anything. Fourth quarter, he had 14 points, four or four from the field, back to back threes. Plus, he got to the line five times, made four of them, you know, had four rebounds, two blocks. Like, to some degree, I think there was an element of Weminyama really, really coming into his own in that fourth quarter, turned into something of a duel between him and AD, who AD had 11 points in the fourth quarter. And had a really good game, but the fourth quarter, the best player on the floor was Weminyama. Mm-hmm. And he's a guy that is by he- the way,
0: for for just an interesting Wemby statistic, you know, the fourth quarter is by far his most efficient and best quarter uh in terms of performance. He's shooting um 55% in the fourth quarter this year, going into Wednesday's game, and that, I think, went up. So, I mean, he really has performed quite well late in games, which is especially impressive.
1: Yeah, I I know I want to talk later about just the impressiveness we saw from Weminyama in this game, but without looking to take any onus off the Lakers, because they're a much more experienced team than the Spurs, and they should be very well prepared for Weminyama or whoever, Weminyama is a new experience, For them, like in terms Mm -hmm. of just what he does, how he plays, like if he starts rolling, what that feels like, what you do to take him out of a comfort zone, because it's quite literally the first time any of these guys have ever played him before. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it wouldn't shock me at all if there was a little bit of a whoa factor, like just seeing him really come alive the way he did in the fourth quarter. So I think that was to some degree just the guy. A guy that is expected now to be an all-time great when it's all said and done gave you a glimpse of the holy bleep factor. Oh, he's really waiting.
0: Good. Yeah, he's really. I mean, the rest of the team is not. Um, they've got a bunch of guys who could be decent players. I think on a on a high-quality team. You know, I mean, Keldon Johnson is a player who could be. You know probably a pretty decent or valuable rotation player on a high-level team.
1: Devin Vassell's, Devin good Vassell's
0: pretty good, you know. But like again, he but he if he's your I mean the second best player on this team is either Keldon Johnson or might even be Zach Collins. Like when you when you really start to break it down, they've got a bunch of guys who are you know your fifth and sixth best player on decent teams. Um but Wemby is unquestionably. The real deal. He is not just a, you know, freak of tallness. He, you know, the handle, the athleticism, the recovery ability, the coordination. I mean, I, am, I have, yeah, I have been very impressed by him this season.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, Stu Lance, the longtime Laker color commentator for the TV broadcasts. There was two things he said to me that stood out in this game. First of all, if you've listened to Stu long enough, like I'm sure the overwhelming majority of our listeners have. Players that he finds special, he always refers to as that young man. Mm -hmm. Like Kobe would get called that young man at least twice a game, every (laughs) game for like like 25 years. years. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, LeBron and AD have been referred to as that young man. And, you know, there's always a tone and a cadence to the way Stu says it. And he really does reserve it for the players that truly impress him as special. Victor Weminyama got the that young man treatment in this game. And Stu also said something in the beginning that I I thought was really impressive with Weminyama. The first quarter, AD was using him. Like Mm -hmm. AD was absolutely abusing Weminyama in the first quarter. And Stu pointed out how Weminyama, I guess through lack of familiarity with AD, was basically taking the bait on everything AD was doing, you know, up up fakes, he bite on them all. He was getting Weminyama turned around on drives, going in the wrong direction. And over the course of this game, he either grew more comfortable, information gathered, both other stuff, but his degree of comfort and then dominance over the course of four quarters was incredibly impressive.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it might have been. I don't know if it was Zach Harper or somebody. Somebody, you know, covers basketball. Or a few weeks ago, tweeted, "This is the worst that Victor Wembanyama is ever going to be. <laughs> like, yeah. this is as bad as he's ever. Get him now because you know Wemby. You know, a, a guy averaging uh, 18.8 points. I just want to bring up the full stat line. It's 18.8 points." Um 10 and a half rebounds, two and a half assists, three blocks, uh over a steal shooting 81 percent from um the the free throw line. This is as bad as he is ever gonna be in his NBA career, um, as a 19-year-old, correct? He's still yeah. 19. Yeah, he turns 20 in January. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, it is you know, the results. Are you know, in terms of San Antonio turning it around or whatever? No, it had, that hasn't happened, and it could be a couple of years before the Spurs are <laughs> ready to contend again. But this guy is clearly, you know, what as advertised.
1: I did um post game radio for 710 ESPN, the Lakers uh, radio affiliate, after this game, and I took some calls and I got a call from somebody who was saying that, yeah, Weminyama's talented, but if he's really the that guy, his team would be winning more. And right now, he's just a guy that puts up stats. And I, I had to, as politely and appreciative, because obviously he called in. Hey, sure, right. I, I had to, as politely and with as much appreciation, tell him to get the bleep out of here. Like, that that's insane. <laughs> that's just insane. Like, the idea that Weminyama is not doing enough right now or you know like he's got he's got to get past the point where he's empty calories right get the f out of here that's he's been ridiculous he's been here an hour yes
0: <laughs> you know and the team's the team's point guard is is you know, should be their power forward yeah Jeremy going Jeremy so- so-
1: yeah he's like begging greg popovich <laughs> to stop playing him at point guard you know <laughs> he's and like, and, and, i you don't like this he's like in therapy he's very uncomfortable
0: <laughs> It's yes. Very uncomfortable. Um, they just, you know, again, they've got a bunch of guys who are your sixth best player on a good team, and I mean, I think Devin
1: Vassell may be better than somebody, maybe, but not but, now.
0: Like, but not now, you know. And and they'll they'll get there, and they'll be fine. But it was just it's, and we could talk more about it after the break. But like, what I liked about this game for so much of it was how well they, they had been responding. And honestly, like for a guy like Rui, five of seven in the first half, far less effective in the second. Um, but I was like, you know what? If there's a silver lining to LeBron missing a game, it's that Rui gets a start. His playing time's been a little spotty. He's had trouble coming back from the nose thing. He gets in the lineup. And you look at and you watch that first half and you're like, there he goes. Like this could be the kind of thing extended minutes gets him on a roll. Um, Christian Wood, it's like <laughs> dust him off, get him out on the floor. And, you know, that looked okay for a little bit. And then I, I was actually, if, if I know there was a lot of questioning as to why Darwin didn't have like Vanderbilt on the floor or Cam Reddish as much as they did, in, you know, late in the game. I, I think it, it might have, Vanderbilt, I think, is still very much on a pitch count uh, between the back and the heel. Uh, because his minutes have been extremely consistent. I was a little surprised Wood was playing. I just, I had more optimism about what was happening here. And I'm curious as to whether or not you leave this game focusing more on the first 40 minutes or the last, we'll say eight. So I'll ask you that question next.
1: Lockdown Lakers is brought to you by Dave and finances can be really overwhelming. Lately, I've had to deal with unexpected dental work combined with just your normal household expenses. And it's like, how do you handle this? And that's why you need Dave. Dave can make managing your money so much easier with an interest-free advance Mm -hmm. fee free goal tracking and easy ways to find a side hustle to make more money. And Dave is the banking app that's leveling the financial playing field. When you download Dave, you could get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. Advance the money you need with no interest. Settle up later. You can even build credit when you settle up on time. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to make their finances easier. Download Dave today at Dave.com slash That's Dave.com slash You can get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. Download the Dave app now or go to Dave.com slash NBA For terms and conditions, go to Dave.com slash legal eligibility criteria and instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve member FDIC.
0: So, I mean, look, maybe this is too, I don't know, like too simplistic a way of putting this, but like – do, which which do you take more away from the the first 40 minutes of this game the way they sort of took care of business and handled things without lebron or the the last eight and especially the last you know two or three where they damn near gave the game away this was not a question of like oh you know they never really like no san antonio absolutely could have won this game absolutely and a better team like you pointed out
1: might have so I think a better team absolutely would have. I mean pretty much all of them are better than San Antonio. Well except, you know, I'm not sure <laughs> they got the Pistons.
0: But like for example the to one bucket the Lakers did manage to get was when uh after a bad miss San Antonio just threw the ball to Anthony Davis. <laughs> he got an easy dunk. Like it, you know, inexplicable turnover easy dunk. I I am normally, I think, an accentuate the positive kind of guy, but I think if you want to look big picture for what it, you know, a stretch of you know eight to ten games or something where they might have to play without LeBron, those last five minutes or so, eight minutes and certainly the last three minutes were distressing.
1: Yeah, I tend to focus on the last eight, not because or the fourth quarter in general. Cause like I told you, I thought they started out the fourth quarter not playing they did. well. I, I agree. Yeah. Um, so to me. The fourth quarter stands out more to me, not because I feel like anything was necessarily exposed with the Lakers. I mean, let's be honest, we've known all season long they're not great at generating offense without LeBron to begin with. That is no mystery this season. And by season, I mean since the moment LeBron arrived in LA. I mean, it's it's been this way the whole time. Doesn't matter. You are correct. Doesn't matter who's on the roster but it's not to me like i feel like the lakers were exposed in anywhere i feel worse about them as a team you know i'm pretty confident that were lebron there and able to help organize a lot of stuff at the top he in this game that he theoretically played and anthony davis end up sitting for the majority of the fourth quarter but that that gets to the thing that bothers me the most about this game ad's already playing the second end of a back to back with a groin that we know has been bothering him And an ankle that he hurt in this game. When you're up 18 against a team that is now on an 18 game losing streak, yeah. AD should not have to play in the fourth quarter, hopefully at all. But certainly, you know, there was one point where the Lakers were actually trying to get him back into the game and couldn't as quickly and kept hemorrhaging points during that period. AD having to close out this game playing almost 38 minutes, that is probably the thing about this game that upsets me the most because it was a wasted opportunity to get a guy who really needs to be off his feet and gave you a hell of a foundation to make it happen Yeah, that it didn't, even with the caveat that I mentioned before that I think, no, LeBron, this was the one area where it actually mattered if anybody says you should not require LeBron in the fourth quarter to put away these guys, I get it. I get yeah. it.
0: And, and look, I mean, the, again, the problem was the Lakers' defense, which you know is in part, you know, Davis is included in that. But like, it's just, and there were breakdowns. And you have Prince and Reeves and Russell on the floor again. Reeves and Russell need to play down the stretch because they're all, they're really your only ball handlers. This is, I think, an example of a game where if Gabe Vincent was healthy, he's in the game, and D'Lo is not. Probably. Um, at, you know, at least I think Darvin at least
1: tries well, that. Uh, here's the thing tonight. Yeah, because yeah, for sure, Delo's D'Lo, numbers in the end look good. You know, 12 points, 10 assists, three steals, you know, 10 assists against three turnovers is good. And Delo had good moments in this he had a game. big bucket, even in that last stretch. Like he was one of the, you know, got in the lane, hit a little floater, yes. like got him some points. Yeah. Back to back baskets. Like Delo had good moments. This is a stretch where he's not been playing well. No, and- certainly not.
0: Certainly not to the standard that he was playing earlier in the season. I thought broadly he was fine in this game. Um and, you know, was was playing a pretty decent game, if unspectacular, pretty decent. He, he missed all of his threes, which matters. Um
1: Tonight, but no, know, they
0: actually for these purposes needed him to be better than just. These they days. needed him to be better, and what they especially needed him was to be to be more solid in the last five minutes of the game, yes, like absolutely the, the higher leverage portion of the game. You know that turnover. Yeah, it's one play. They had you know he had that fourth quarter turnover, kind of dribbled himself into a double team, and then threw the ball away. You know, is he the only player at fault over those last few minutes? No, he is not. Is it a team sport? It obviously is, and all that, but in higher leverage situations, you needed him to be better than he was. Even just that one play can't happen. You know, Anthony Davis, as good as he was, you know, had you know a couple moments of shot selection that were not great. And like I am but more inclined to give him a little bit of a free pass here given that he went for 37 to what was it 37 11 and four uh four steals um i think you know you earn you know a bad shot he also had 11 Uh, points in the fourth quarter (laughs) right again i'm not blaming ad was not the issue here um but yeah he it is not that he was bad for the entire game it is not that he was even the the reason they were but you just can't have those kinds of turnovers even just one in in the in in that moment of a game like that and that kind of turnover so I agree with you he has definitely not been at the level that he was earlier in the season and certainly the the uh, knives and pitchforks and torches are out again for Delo um it was just I, I the the whole thing like the the lineup combinations that you had out there, the fact that they you know I would expect any Lakers com lineup combination to be able to keep them from scoring 45 points in the fourth quarter. And even if you can't, to your earlier point, even if you can't get A D on the bench with nine minutes to go and he never returns because you run 18 to, to 28, which is actually harder than people give it credit for you should be able to sit him down for the last 3 minutes because you're still up by 15. And I think, you know, if you can turn 38 into 34 even Andy, that's a win.
1: Look, there there were good things in this game for the Lakers. We mentioned Anthony Davis played a really good game. Torian Prince is officially on a shooting heater right now. Like yes, the outside sh- the outside shot that was not there earlier in the season has really Really been there. He's actually in a a nice stretch of games. You know, it wasn't that long ago when you and I were talking about the possibility of taking him out of the starting lineup, and he just seemed out of sorts. Clearly, the shooting is there now, and you can you can see you can just see a difference in confidence now. Like he and his minutes may go down
0: a little bit, but I I I see no reason to tinker with the starting lineup when he's shooting the way he is. No,
1: absolutely, absolutely not. You know, again, Cam Reddish, I thought had a lot of nice moments of defensive disruption in this game. Like when, when you're up by 18 after the third quarter, clearly a lot has gone well. Mm-hmm. And And again, there's nothing from this game that leaves me worried about this team at all because the full team includes LeBron. And quite frankly, if they don't have LeBron when the games truly start to matter, like the playoffs... They're probably not going very well. No, far.
0: that's true. But they, but they, the games in the process of getting to the playoffs, like last year, one of the defining characteristics of that season was how well they played sure. when LeBron got hurt late. Because yeah. um, we, I mean, I know I thought, all right, well, that's it. They're done. They're not going to be able to sustain themselves for multiple weeks without LeBron. And they absolutely did. They, they gained ground in where they were trying to go. And you have to assume that a stretch like that is coming, and they they are going to need to figure out how to be better, how to generate the kind of ball handling that they have, um, you know, where that's going to come from and what it's going to look like. Sure. Um, and keep the defensive integrity. I worked last year with Reeves and Russell on the floor last year. You know, maybe with Vanderbilt back, maybe with other guys that can, you know, reddish or whatever can work again. But they're going to have to figure this stuff out, and because that was a it is a gigantic red flag of potential problems coming
1: later that you hope maybe not but you got to kind of plan for it well there also too i mean i think this team for the most part has maintained proper intensity and focus mm-hmm. but the way they played without lebron when you take into account the context of we have to be at our absolute best or we're not going to make the play in much less the playoffs. That does create an extra layer yeah, for that sure. is damn near impossible to fake.
0: And right, it's it's hard to even, you know, I know they went through the tournament and all that kind of stuff, but it's hard to replicate that urgency when you're well over 500 and it's not Christmas yet. Right. Um, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll talk more though. I, I what happens on Friday when presumably everybody's back, but it wouldn't shock me if Anthony Davis didn't play in that game. Um but we'll see. Um, what they do on Friday and how they look, and how they it's hard to beat a team twice in a row, um, any team, even bad ones. So, uh, it's not that hard to beat the to, Spurs twice in a row. Well, it's 18 different teams have beaten them, um, you know, I, consecutively.
1: Respectfully to what they're doing down uh, near the Riverwalk, this does not seem like a team that's difficult to beat twice in a row. I gotta be honest,
0: it is. It is okay. They should, but my point is, they should be able to do it and they should be able to. Well, that that was my point.
1: (laughs) Well, my point
0: where I was really trying to get to is like, even though it can be a little harder and all this, they should be able. I I would like to see what happens on Friday. Will they be able to take that 15 point lead Mm -hmm. and keep it by the end of the game? Yeah. I'm not saying push to 30. That'd be great if it could. But just maintain, if you beat an NBA team by 12, 15 points, something like that, you've that you've controlled that game. Absolutely. Uh, and so let's see what happens on Friday. Lockdown Lakers on YouTube is where you can go to see the show, hang out with 22,000 subscribers. Plus, uh, and we will be back to uh, get everybody ready for Friday night's game tomorrow.